Welcome, welcome. Hello there. Hey, hey, let me go ahead and intro um, this new episode. Thank you for listening to another great podcast called Ask a Black Woman with your girl, Shanira the Mouthpiece, um, where it is the kitchen, the beauty salon, even the backyard of how Black women really get down. We celebrate each other. We also have some real conversation on here. And today I am blessed to have one of Chicago's own because after all, I'm a Chi-Town homegirl myself. <laughs> I have Raquel who has her platform car, Art of the of, of Being Single. Am I saying that correct, sis? It's the Art of Single. Did I, I thought I said Art. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Go ahead and intro yourself in there, honey, because <laughs> it's not breaking up. Can you hear me good? I can hear you. I can hear you. Because you know I'm alive and loud as I normally am. <laughs> Go ahead. Who are you? Let the no world know. No worries. No worries. Hi, I am Raquel Coral, and my platform is The Art of Single, um, Confessions of a Single Sister. Basically, it's a blog for single women, um, and there I spill all of my single girl confessions. My mission statement is changing the narrative of singleness and inspiring women to live their best lives through one confession at a time. And there I like to focus on the whole woman and not just the woman who aspires for companionship. You know, I like to focus on where are you in your single season? So focus on self-love, self-worth, understanding who you are um, and just making the most of the time that you have, you know, being a single. Um, my blog is comprised of uh, four different sections. There's men and dating um, where I give like some of my men and dating stories, which is kind of funny. Um, single lessons. These are lessons that I've learned from past relationships, past relationship mistakes, life lessons, just, you know, talking about stuff in general that women go through. Because again, I like to talk about, you know, the, I want to focus on the whole woman. Um, and then there's reviews. I'm starting to do, you know, get into reviews. So I'm looking at doing reviews that focus on, you know, black women and, you know, uplifting them and empowering them, um, so forth and so on. So yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> That's what, so she has a an actual platform. Uh, of course, you know, before this um, podcast officially ends, I'm going to have her drop um, the uh, handles where you can follow her on. Of course, I'm going to have it posted in the description for this um, episode. Um, so she has a platform, but the way um, we're going to do it today, it's literally going to be like a conversation between sistren um, about relationships, about um, that sort of thing and how, how we navigate through it. And it's going to be no host barred. Yep. Still with me? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be no host barred. And so we're just going to talk about, <clears throat> I'm going to say, the life of A, being a single woman within the last week. And if we, if there is a narrative specifically <laughs> of being a black single woman, how was it being a black single woman this last week? Let's okay. talk about it, sis. All right. Let's talk about it. So where do you want to begin? <laughs> you know what? I can talk about last okay. night. So, last <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna preface this to say that um, I re I realized that my three years of being here in LA that I had not I didn't have to a out of finances out of just where I was spiritually, and I feel like I needed to put more into really getting myself back to putting myself back together again. Mm -hmm. And I had settled into not, not having a life. And to be honest, I wasn't sad about it. It's just where I was. Um, but then as I was um, preparing for 2018 and reassessing, thinking about the healthy social aspect of just being social again, mm -hmm. and then also setting the trajectory because I, I, I'm looking towards marriage. And I said, well, you have to make yourself available for that to happen. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, at least I have started to go hanging out again in my version of hanging out in my age. And I was looking forward to this um, event that's happening on third Fridays of every month. And last third, third Friday in March, I had an excellent time. And um, I was looking forward to it happening again. Now, when I left, I went there with my friend, and when we left, I had got the phone numbers as we had saved. And so um, I was really drawn to one of them, I admit. He was hilarious. And, um, but I did not 
call him or anything like that. We exchanged cards, but neither did he. I didn't think nothing of it either. But as the uh, as Friday was approaching and I didn't see nothing posted on Facebook for the event, I texted him. I was like, yo, you ready to get your butt kicked again? I'm just confirm, <laughs> confirming if it's going down. He said, yeah, for sure. You just better be ready. You know, I'm like, whatever. I'm looking forward to this. And underneath, underneath, I was looking forward to seeing him again. Uh-huh. So, um, but then yesterday, after all my ripping and around, I um, he, I got a text and he said, I'm so sorry I misinformed you, but it looks like it's canceled this time. And he said, so what you and your friend getting into? And I said, well, I'm thinking about, since that's not going down, I'm going to hit up an open mic, spit some poetry around the corner from the crib. Mm-hmm. Or there's another... um. Uh, uh, event downtown. I know the DJ that's spinning, and she's pretty dope. So uh, I was thinking; those were thinkings, and I had already told my friend, um, my my bestie actually, after all these years. I said, "Yo, this might be the deal." So he and I were texting back and forth because we got this little banter. He's like maybe two years younger than me, so he's throwing all these jokes about me um, staying up late last time, and it was funny via text. But he did not call, mm-hmm. you know. He went on to say, I said, so what are you doing? He said, well, my frat is in from NY, but we have nothing planned. That's all he said. And so I didn't hear anything back from him. And I told my girl, Chris, I said, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know what he's hinting at, but he ain't asked nothing. And if he doesn't step forward, then um, within an hour, and I'm assuming then, girl, we could just do our own thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. So needless to say, I came home, I took my shower, and girl, the lame that I am, I just talked myself out of going around the corner to go to spoken word thing. I just did not have it in me. Mm-hmm. I was beat or whatever, so I never went out yesterday at all. Um, but I just thought, I said, what a, how disappointing. I just thought, you know, he didn't, he never hinted, but I thought his whole, he had no friend, no plans for his friend that was in town. Me and my homie, we could have hung out. But I'm old-fashioned. He didn't ask first, so that was that. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened, like, literally within the last 24 hours. That was the life of my singleness yesterday. Oh Girl, what you think about that? I'm curious to hear what you think about that. So, first of all, okay, I feel like you still should have gone and did your spoken word thing last night. Like, make the best out of it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, he he never really... He never really like solidified anything with you, you know. So it's yeah, like, that's true. so it's like, if so, in a way, it's like he kind of gave you like, like what was gonna go down that night. Didn't really solidify. Everything was just like up in the air. So you didn't really like mm-hmm. have a solid plan for what was going on. You're just like going with the flow, like okay, like I'm just gonna let him, you know, take the lead, and I'm gonna follow, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is okay. You know, I I see nothing wrong with that. But at the same time when you realize that he didn't have a plan in place and when he opted to kick it with his frat brother and had no plan mm-hmm. for that, I would have been like, okay, you know what? Change the plans. Girl, we finna go do X, Y, and Z. We're gonna go to the spoken word thing. We're gonna make the most of this night. Like, put yourself back out there. Meet somebody. Oh, I, I, yeah. I really, that was my plan. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I wasn't, like, bent out of shape no. about or whatever but I literally me in my lane like I was physically tired and stuff girl oh, yeah. once I took that shower I sat on the bed I was like eh, boom <laughs> so that's what really happened I mean, but the- good too like I've been there before been there before where like things didn't play out the way I wanted it to and I'm like you know what maybe it kind of gave me my out that's what like, it happened. like maybe that's a sign from God that I need to go home and like lay it down and chill and it'd be like that it'd be like that but- no, I was really trying to see your insight. Like, I'm like, what is with that? Maybe we were like number four on the list. He had other people to, <coughs> to call. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. I'll be wondering about. I'm so new overall to the whole dating scene in 2018 all over again. And so me just trying to decipher, like, damn, I get because the way I think is either yes or no. Right. Either people feeling you or they not. Right. But it always, I'll be like, yo, like. What's going on, people? You guys, mm-hmm. where's my line this this week? You know what? Mm-hmm. I don't even know anymore. Like that—that's the crazy thing. So, like, I a little backstory, right? So, I took some time off from dating. I was like, I don't want to date. Really, don't want to be bothered with anybody. So, I took like almost a year off from dating. Um, so I'm getting back into it too. And what I learned, you know, from that is just like there are no gray areas. Like. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's black and mm-hmm. white. Like it, it's a yes or a no kind of thing. We're gonna go out or we're not. There is no yeah, you know, we can go out and figure no no no. We're gonna go out, yes or no. Okay, yes, what are we doing? Like I I'm I deal in specifics at this point. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Darn it. Oh, no. What's the deal? Yeah, Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I don't know what's going on with the anchor system, but we back. Hello. Huh. What is really happening? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Goodness. You can hear me now. Yeah, I can hear you. Boy, I tell you, this is real. This is really real. And we're going to keep it going. Thanks for bearing with us with all the technical difficulties that we're experiencing with the Anchor Podcast app. We are doing um, the Art of Being single, uh, single Special Edition with Raquel. And we were just talking about what was it like being single uh, for this past week um, as a woman, as a Black woman. And uh, she was, this was helping me out trying to make heads and tails. And she was telling me how you know, either it is or it isn't. We're dealing with specifics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go go ahead, sis, if we can try to so, smooth back in. So, I was saying, you know, like, at this stage, like, I, so, okay, going back, like, I said that I, I intentionally took, like, about close to a year off from dating. Didn't want to deal with anybody. Just kind of was just, like, enjoying my space. And in that time, like, I really, like, learned who I was. And I started looking at a lot of my relationship patterns, a lot of my dating patterns, and seeing, like, what went wrong. Because it's more than just saying that, like, you know, somebody, it's something wrong with him. Like, it's easy to be like, his loss, he did this, he did that, so forth and so on. But there are two people in the relationship, situation, mm-hmm. it, there are two people there. And you have to be able to take ownership of what you've done. Now, not to say that, like, that they're, that, that whoever did something wrong, like, they're not at fault. I'm not excusing him, like, at all. But at the same time, you have to look at some of the things that you did, like, some of the things that you allowed. Maybe you allowed them unknowingly. Maybe you allowed them knowingly. But you have, you don't have to look at it. So, in my time off from, like, not dealing with anybody, I really had a chance, like I said, get to know myself and really pay attention to, like, a lot of my previous mistakes in dating. And I learned that I dealt in a lot of gray areas. I didn't really have good balance. Hmm. I dealt in a lot of gray areas. I settled a lot. Um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't exercise my boundaries. Um, I just, I, I was just like, yeah, you know, you take the lead and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm following your lead. And I should have set an expectation, set a standard, set something, or, you know, was in, you know, let him take the lead, but at the same time, let him know, listen, I'm gonna let you lead, but I'm going to need to know specifics what's going on. I don't do well in gray areas. It has to be in black and white. And that's just as simple as that. So going back to your scenario, you know, with the guy and you were saying that you didn't know if he was, if you were first, second, third on his list of priorities or, you know, people to hang out with, you know, so forth and so on. I would have been like, listen, like, I need to know, like, what are we doing? Okay. We're going out. Great. Where are we going? You know, what time are we meeting up? What's the dress code? You know, you know, like that. actually, like, so in all fairness and transparency, though, so th- there, this wasn't like a date or anything. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no, no, that. I know that. I know right, that. Right. But even still, even if it's not a date, like, you mm-hmm. know, still, like, you know, what's going on? I even do that with my friends. Like, okay, y'all, what are we doing? Okay, what time are we going there? Okay, what what are we meeting up? What's the dress code looking like? What's the atmosphere? You know, if he had like- if he had came at it, so the if you is if you could see the text uh script, it was very leisurely. So if okay. it hadn't been from it was more like, yo, this is the girl I met last month, uh-huh. and she cool as hell, and so uh we are you know i hope i see you we're gonna have more fun and then he kind of just dropped um a little bit of more in there like oh yeah so my homie's in town what you and your friend doing so he kind of just threw that and the reason why i bring that up is because for me i'm not swayed by the dropping of it and i'm hoping that if other women are listening in how we can you anyone can take that and probably go go further and misread Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because for me, I'm thinking just because the brother mentioned that his homie was in town and he mm-hmm. asked what my me and my friend um, are doing today. 
doesn't mean that he was interested in seeing us. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I think for me, I just took it at face value. Okay. And um, I was hoping that it would have been like, yo, why don't we hang out? Because he's not mm-hmm. a good brother. Da, 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 da. That's what I was hoping for. And uh-huh. so I was really looking into like, what is it about? I guess to me, it seems like men are not forthright. Are they really scared to ask? And to go further than that, you know what I mean? Like it just it would have been one easy next question since we were going back and forth anyway. And yeah. so that's why I think, well, maybe he had other options. And so that's why I let it ride out and didn't okay. respond. And for other women, uh, for us to be a little bit, uh, for me to be be a little bit more smarter, maybe another woman would have been like, "Yo, so your friend is in town. Why don't we meet X, Y, and Z?" Yeah. I'm not her. Would yeah. you have done, would, would would you have done something like that? Been been the one to open that up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have done that. I would have been like, oh, you know, your friend is in town. Okay, great. Well, what are you guys doing? You know, since you wanted to like get together anyway, like your homie is in town, like what are you guys, you know, going to do? Because me and my homegirl, we're going to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. And if you want, like maybe we can meet up with you. I absolutely would have done that. I should have. I could have. That's what, what I would have done. Since it wouldn't kill me to make an effort just in that way. Like, yo, why don't you come hang? Yeah, I absolutely would have done that. I gotta get yeah. my way. And that yeah. wouldn't have been too far off the mark since he had threw that out. Because I just yeah. want to make it clear that I am not going to be the initiator. You know, you know, I just don't want to set a precedent if it ever did develop into something. No, and see, and it's not really setting a precedent. Or if you didn't want to be the initiator, you could have been like, oh, okay, well, I know that, you know, your friend is in town and me and my homegirl, we were getting together and we were planning on doing X, Y, and Z. If you guys want to, you can meet us at blank. You're not necessarily being being the initiator or anything. You're essentially leaving the ball in his court, but you're extending the invitation. You're saying, okay, I know we, we discussed getting together. You said that your homie is in town. Me and my homegirl are going out. If you want to make this happen, you are more than welcome to meet us here you're more than welcome to join us and do this you know that that's how you do it it's like you're not being the initiator but you're just like you're you're putting something in his mind you're putting like an option something to do like in his head like oh okay well so when he does get with his friend he's like yeah well you know we could do this we could do that or you know this woman i met you know the other day or last week she and her homegirl they're at you know whatever venue do you want to go and you know, meet up with them for a few and then we do X, Y, and Z. Like you, you know, you're, again, you're not being initiated. You're, you're merely just like, you know, acknowledging that you two do want to get together, but saying I have a plan and if you want to roll and, you know, do what I'm doing, then you can come on and do that. Lessons, boy, lessons. <laughs> I could have, we could have went out and had a good old time if I had just threw the little fleece out there, but I mean, but it is. I learned, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so, I'm like four, four, four years and counting, getting back out here. But, but it is the weekend. So you got ample opportunity. You know, you'd be like, hey, you know, I know we missed each other yesterday. So me and my I mean, we at the library, girl, because today is a, a work day. Hey, <laughs> I want to see what it's hustle like, girl. I feel that. I don't know. Starbucks, okay? <laughs> Listen, huh? Shoot. <laughs> Girl, I was posted up yesterday, cranking it out. I did a Raquel on Friday yesterday. <laughs> I sure did. So I was, I, I, that's why I had that gumption by the end of the day to be like, yo, why don't we, ah, I was kind of geeked. I had for a good 1.5 hours. I like, yeah, I can't wait to go to the original event. And if not, blah, blah, I'm geeked. Let me get on the mic. And mm-hmm. girl, I found me an house. I found, that's what that was. Woo woo woo. So any well, what about you in the life of being single on your side? First of all, let's just keep it keep let, let's remind the people who's listening just to this segment only. This is like a coast to coast connection kind of. As you know, uh-huh. after black woman originates out of LA, but I'm a Shy Town homegirl. Um, but uh, Raquel is in Chicago. So what was cracking yeah. in Chicago for a black single woman this past week? Ah, uh, this past week. So well, last Saturday. Um, some friends and I, we went out. We went to a 90s party. A lot of fun. Hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun. You know, I learned a few things. I still got it. But uh, hard liquor and shots are not my friends. <laughs> I think Listen. I that. Uh, but it was a good time. Like, you know, I... You know, you put, I, I am a dance machine. You turn on music and I'm going to dance. Like, I don't care if it's polka, blues, classical, jazz, 
country, if I can catch that beat, I'm going to dance. And I'm going to dance until my feet hurt. I am going to dance till I got I am dripping in sweat. Like, I, that is my thing. I love it, you know. Um, so, yeah, some friends and I, we went out. And it was out with me and, you know, my single girlfriends. And we were just, just out, just having fun. Not caring about nothing. Not worried about, you know, impressing anybody. Like, we just, just, just let go. And just we're present and just enjoying the moment. Like it was, it was amazing. Um, so that was that. Um, you know, had a little meetup, met with some other, you know, black women who are creatives. And, you know, we're all like, you know, getting together to share ideas and things. Like that's one thing I love. Like, um, one of the things I've I've loved the most about my single season is that I'm able to like really focus on my craft, focus on my passions and the connections that I'm making with ironically other single black women and seeing their drive. And then like we meet up and like we're exchanging information and in the process of exchanging information, like we're Um, you're amazing, you know, you're all these wonderful things, you know, which just empowers you and makes you want to just go harder, you know, at your dream. Um, so yeah, so that, you know, that's, that's, that's the life of, of a single black woman, like in this past week, yeah. any, anything, um, interesting that happened specifically on the single side for you this last week? Um, let me think, not really. Not really. I'm trying to think on the single as far as like dating or something. Yeah, or anything like someone? That, that would be especially it would be particularly enlightening for the listeners that you Ooh, know what? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um maybe an aha moment. Sometimes when you know we're scrolling on social media, or if maybe there was something um that you may have read that fascinated you, that maybe have challenged one of your views or something like that online. You know what? You I did. Aha- I did have an aha moment. I had an aha moment. Um, yes, last night I went out for my friend's birthday, and someone who I used to deal with in my past um, was always able to, like, you know, um, talk me into, like, you know, wanting to be with them, you know, so forth and so on, and be with them sexually, and you know, was trying and trying and trying, and I was like, no, and they were like, why? And I was like, because I said so. And it couldn't like wrap their mind around the fact that and just kept for why, but that's not, I'm like, no, that is telling you something. I said, no, you said why? Because I said so. I said, and that's a valid enough reason why I don't have to give you a dissertation long speech about why I don't want to deal with you in that capacity. That's just it. It's that's it, you know, and, you know, I kept asking, well, okay, you know, I'm not gonna ask no more. They came back and was like, but why? Like, I don't understand. And I'm like, because you said so, you know. And I was so proud of myself because I stuck Whereas, you know, a year ago, I probably would have, you know, I I, I probably would have folded. I probably would have folded and would have been like, okay, well, you know, I guess. And, you know, this, we won't do this anymore. This is the last time or you know, or gave a reason why I didn't want to do it, but would have still done it. And I was so amazed at the growth in myself. Cause I'm like, wow. I'm like, I have, I have really grown like as a woman, you know, to sit here and say no, and to be content with saying no, and not only saying no, but when asked why to just skip simply because I said so and shut it down like that, like taking my power back, like, no. Sam, we ain't doing this. And that's just that. <laughs> but yeah, that actually happened last night. I'm a testimony right it there. It happened last night. And like, you know, I um it happened last night and I came home and you know, sat on my couch eating my white castles, because you know, if you're in the Midwest, that's what we do. <laughs> white castle. Y'all don't understand. Cause that's what that's what Midwesterners do, you know. You leave the club, you leave the party, you know, and you, you come home, you eat some white castles, you know. It's, so I sat on my couch. Place. <laughs> you're happy. I sat on my couch, eat my white castles, and it was great. And when I got in bed, I was saying my prayers and I was like, wow, I was like you know, after I, you know, prayed for, you know, everything else before I, you know, ended my prayers, I was like, and finally, I'm like, God, I want to thank you for mm. putting me in a space to where I'm comfortable with saying no. 
where I don't have to backtrack. I don't have to, you know, um, I don't have to give an explanation. I can just, my nose is firm. And <laughs> just saying, because I said so, and just standing on that and saying that with confidence, you know, I'm like, I thank you for putting me in that headspace because I don't, you know, I, I just, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was my aha moment. I just thought of something, the prayers of a single woman too. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get, I'm going to, I'm going to cut the recording here um, just to uh, make sure we end this segment at a reasonable time. And um, callers, you guys can, uh, listeners, excuse me, you can pick up on the last and final segment. We're going to begin again to start right at where we were just talking about praying. She said she prayed um, uh, about that. And it makes me think of the next thing. So let's um, hang up right here, sis, and I'm going to call you okay. right back. Okay. okay. Hey, hey. Thank you guys for listening. This is Ask a Black Woman um, special rendition with um, the art of um, uh, being single with Raquel. Sis, you live and hear me? We all good? Yep. Yes. So we ended the last segment with um, uh, Raquel was praying. She had um, aha moment uh, last last night and Mm -hmm. um, he was able to say no, 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 no. And um, it made me think of um, uh, one of the things that I had did during my week of being single this past week, but also uh, one of the points that you brought up when we had a call, uh, you and I talked uh, at length earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> one of the things I was moved to do and I have been inconsistent with was praying uh, for my future husband. Mm-hmm. And because, um, you know, I think when I first heard about that, um, there was a lot of religiosity around it. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I never want to do things out of that vein of thought. Um, But I do believe in the power of prayer. And just I felt a strong push to pray for my husband, who I have yet to meet, as far as I know I am. And um, I did. And I was like, I said, you know, I pray. I said, whatever he going through, you know, that he is sustained and... Mm -hmm. uh, and I just pray that, you know, whatever he like, I just need his hand, like your hand to be on him right now. And I pray whatever his hand is touching, that he's prosperous in every area. I just went in on it and I left it there. But I, it just stood out to me because it had been a minute since I had um, consciously did it and not out of, you know, routine or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it also makes me think of something that you mentioned, though, in our conversation um, earlier this week. And it was more about what your platform is and what it is not because um where you are in your your journey is that you've been moved to intentionally be single uh, because that's where glory is for you Mm -hmm. and that a lot of single platforms are more geared towards people going towards the altar Mm -hmm. and um it made me think of um I kind of, I got a different, different way of, of, uh, of seeing it. And I guess I think some of it does come from uh, having lived as a single woman, then being married and then now being divorced and now desiring marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also for my listeners who may not be either Christian or have a belief in God altogether, <laughs> um, I just um, want to throw this out there because I think we need to look at the design of things and to honestly be honest with ourselves on whether or not it is the best design when we walk outside of the things that um, the way they're naturally supposed to be or created. Mm -hmm. And I got to thinking about, I said, Hmm, I don't know if it's that certain either ministries or organizations or messages are saying that single people need to be married but is that if they have certain things that they want, it's best bundled up in the the package of marriage. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, I don't believe everybody is supposed to be married. So it does make sense. I feel like a lot of ministries out here, they do um, push the narrative, um, you know, preparing you to be a wife, preparing you. You hear a lot of messages like, oh, you're mm-hmm. Prepare to be a wife, prepare to be a wife, prepare to be a wife. And 
I find issue with that because number one, you don't find too many men's ministries out here that are preparing to be a husband, preparing to be a husband. There's a lot of emphasis on women preparing to be wives and not much on men preparing to be husbands. So that yes. that's that's one issue that I have. Um, because it takes two in a marriage, just a husband and a wife. True. Um, and the same way that we as women, we need, you know, preparation and we need skills and so forth and so on, the men need it too. Um, because yeah. the reality is a lot of them, especially for, you know, black men are raised without fathers or so mm. they don't know. First of all, a lot of them don't know what it is to be a man, let alone be a husband. So um, I find issue with that, that there's, like I said, a lot of push for, you know, you're single, prepare to be a wife. Oh, single ladies, your husband this and your husband that. I like to focus on, okay, where are you right now? Like aside from, aside from desire and marriage, like you are a whole woman outside of being somebody's girlfriend, help me, wife. Like you are, you are a whole person. And I don't see anything that really, um, that, that really focuses on, you know, getting you together. You know, how are you capitalizing on your single season? What are you doing to improve your quality of life? What are you doing to make things better? you know, for you. I'm not saying that, you know, um, you should just be content with being single. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, but at the same time, while here, what are you doing to be present? Like, how are you empowering yourself? How are you showing yourself love? You know, while we're going through all this training to be a wife, mm-hmm. who's teaching you how to love yourself? When was the last time you just owned who you were? When was the last time you were authentic with yourself? When was the last time you were your most transparent self? So that that's where you know, I'm okay. um, that's where that I'm makes at. sense. That's what I want women, you know, to understand. Um, do I think that everyone is meant to be married? I, you know, I don't because I've seen and only because I've seen examples of that, you know, with women in my family. You know, I have some women who have never been married, some, you know, who never had children, some who have had companions, you know, here and there. Um, so I don't think that everyone's supposed to be married, but at the same time, I'm never going to say, well, you need to just be content with being single because you may not, no, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. What I am going to say Yeah, I, I, I do. Like, I think there is a truth in there. There is, there is a truth in, there, in it because it's, it's, if you're not to be married, then you have, uh, there has to be a grace to live that way. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I think that if people don't get that realization or that kind of real talk, yeah. then they're going to be lying to themselves right. or they're going to feel a pressure to go do something, i.e. marriage or be in a relationship mm-hmm. just for the sake of. But so see, I don't think it's any shame. In, there's no shame um, in it, but I don't like the way that it's worded. I don't like the way that it, mm-hmm. it's preached at. Being content. Well, no, but being, being, well, maybe the preached thing, but the, being content. There is a being content in it for the yeah. season that you have. Right. There, there's a sense of contentment, but you know, it's like at the same time, you know, I don't like to say, you know, be content with being single because it's like it, it sounds so final. It sounds like be content with being single. Dang, like this. But you, you know, know what? But that's just things like what you're doing, though. With, I'm not sure if you realize it from the outside, uh-huh. the fact that you are being prosperous in what you're doing and you're content. Girl, when you told me about your narrative early this week, you like, girl, see, this is what I had done. See, there was snow on the roof. There was a lentil pot of brewing and a stewing. And then I had the homie come over and we just had the laptops and we might've got half of some stuff done. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a single woman on her contentness. I know. And I don't see a, I don't see a negativity in that at all. Well, but then again, I guess what? I am a content woman. Yeah. See, so you for me, I mean? so for me, am I content with being single? Not at all. You know, I desire companionship. I, I, like I desire you know, marriage, but I'm a content woman. You but, know what I'm saying? Like I'm content of where I am. Like yeah. mentally. As a whole woman, I'm content. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say that. Like, being content with as a whole woman, being content with you, yes. Um, and being content in my singleness, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? I am yeah. content in my singleness. Like, I know how to flow mm-hmm. and have joy mm-hmm. in my singlehood. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think, and that, that doesn't sound final to me. I want my, I, I want that man I prayed for earlier this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a content single man because mm-hmm. here's the thing I think until I can actually verbalize that or something that means that might that just might be a like a minutiae of a drop of a tenth of a hundredth of a percent of thirst in me uh-huh. yeah, I'll tell you why because when he come along and he if 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 something comes along 
that is good to me. He smell good, tastes good, feel good and stuff. I don't need the nth of a tenth of an inch of a percent of me that still got an nth of potential of, of, of thirst in me to leap up and to to get on something and not because I think if you don't get to a contentness you don't you won't flow with it. Mm-hmm. There will you there will be something that will lash out that will scream desperate or you end up like girl that's why I wish you had watched um uh, uh, to wrong for love uh-huh. uh, have you crying because you don't want to j- jack something up yeah. because the guy that you're seeing seems so perfect to you but you are you still have some brokenness inside mm-hmm. that's what I think at least for myself it's not to say that your thing I just feel like if you can't get to a place where you can verbalize say you know what I am I'm content in my single. Yeah. I desire to be married, but I'm content. Girl, I'm telling you that this now, little part. See, this now, when it's worded, now, when it, now, when it's worded that way, you know, okay. And I guess because I guess I guess my issue with you know with preaching that whole just be content in your singles. I guess my mm-hmm. issue with that is come from like you know hearing it from a place where you it may never happen. Like it's just like essentially like it's like it's killing like a dream that's inside of you. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, just be content, girl, because it may just, this might not happen. It's like, dang, like, this thing. Really and you know might, what? Now, here's the you know, thing. Now, it's, be real, 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 real. It just, you know. It, it just might. It, it just mean, might not. Right. And you're right. And girl, yeah. and I'm not here to crush nobody's dreams, but when you get to a certain level of maturity, though, mm-hmm. right? And the further you go along, you're going to wake up and realize and have an aha moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, because here's the thing: I'm I'm about to be forty, but what what if the man I pray for don't come to him? Uh, it's sixty five. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to have a great. I don't want to be the ratchet fifty seven year old, and they out there too. <laughs> God bless them. They get shit. Those videos and pictures get shared on the gram and the Facebook. I don't want to be a her. <laughs> so I need to have that grace girl of some real content. Uh-huh. If my story. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. God! Like I said, I'm I just saying again. That just, it just comes from the way that it was. It was, yeah. it was preached to me, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is just. It, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just that the way you worded that, saying I'm content with being single, but I still, you know, desire X. I still desire marriage. I still desire, you know, companionship. That word, because you know, they flock to that. The yeah. dudes, they flock to that. It, it's it, it's such a fine borderline. We don't want to have an aloofness like whatever. What if he come? If he come? If he don't? If he don't? Mm-hmm. But when there is a true content within oh, you. Oh yeah. Girl, oh, yeah, they, they definitely. Oh, oh my God! If I don't get her right now, they what chance I do? Oh, funny thing. So there was this one guy. He was like on me, like just, just on mm. me, you know. And I had to ask him. I was like, "What? What is your deal? Like, like, what is it about me? Like, what's the tea? Like, what? What is your deal? What? What is your thing with me?" And he was like, basically, he was like, "You out here living your life." You doing your hmm. thing. You ain't dating nobody. You're not. Hmm. You're not sleep celibate. Like, like hmm. he's like, you know that that right there speaks volumes. And I'm like, uh, I guess he was. Let me put it to you this way: Don't no man want anything another man can have. Okay, nobody uh, can have you. He was like, is, girl, we gotta insert a, a big old exclamation point. He, but was, you like, he was like, nobody can have you. He was like, even you made. He was like, and you've made that clear. Just not any old person can have you. He was like, so that right there, it's like, man, like you, I gotta put in work. I gotta be persistent. I gotta do this. Like I have to really show her that I want her because not it, not everybody can have her. Like she's like holding out for that one. She only wants that that one person at this point. And I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> It Come makes, on, Jim. Dropping makes good sense. So I was like, okay, all right. You know, <laughs> I think I shut him down for the final time because he don't call me no more. But still, <laughs> listen, <laughs> true. 
the revelations here. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, girl. I listen to, I'm renting from elders. She be inviting the elders over every Friday. They had a fish fry and stuff. And there are women in that room, Asian 60 to like 90 in the room. I mm-hmm. kid you not. And some of them um, are divorced. They were married for 40 years. You got uh, some husbands have passed. And then another one, uh, they divorced. And I'm like, you know, when I hear women who have divorced after 40 years, yeah. that always blows my mind. Wow. But then I was listening to one of them last week, and she was going on about, she say, I get up and I have my tea. And, you know, when I see something that needs to be fixed around the house, I think about so-and-so. And she says, but then I thank God that I have the grace to just live my life. Like mm-hmm. that I used to be sad, mm-hmm. you know? And she says, and if, if he brings someone my way, then I'll be happy. But until then, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Like this, like that, that right there, that's a woman that's content. Mm-hmm. Like she's re- being real about where she is. And she mm-hmm. said, I admit, I, I call I mean, I, I, I wish I think about, oh, I could ask, but no, nah, but I can't. But then the elder that I rent from, actually, she's best friends with her ex-husband. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But she, they were, they, you know, they have children together. Maybe one and, of those things where it's like they realize they were better as friends. Like I've had, I've dated guys like that where it's just like, you know what, let's, we were better as friends. Like, let's, let's not, let's not try to make this happen. I ain't. And I this this is my philosophy um well okay girl i'm so let me say the cardinal part of me i just can't imagine this is just me Mm -hmm. i can't be friends with somebody that didn't see me the biblical way i can't yeah there's always that's why i'm always kind of really really skeptical of men particularly that have been uh that are uh, that have small children with other women oh yeah um they you could people be lying but oh, listen oh, especially if you're oh, single to it oh, uh, oh. my daddy's particularly girl i remember when he when him after him and my mama stopped fighting all the damn time girl listen my mother they be flirting back and forth and all this kind of foolishness that, and stuff uh-huh. I'm married and i love them but i'm just gonna tell the dang on truth up in here mm-hmm. i Listen, so for me, I just because there's always people be acting like they don't have no desire for somebody that used to be with, but he's still sexy, he's still cute. I mean something ratchet and cheating on you, which is why I don't deal with most of the guys I've been with or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be you when you ain't had no integrity. What's yeah. that? Uh-uh. Yeah, I can I can't say there are only like a there's a handful that I've like had dealings with in the past that mm-hmm. you know I've realized like we're we're better off as friends. Like I said, it's one guy like you know, we, we tried it and I realized I was like, you know, I trying to be more than friends with you. I didn't like you. I I really didn't like, I don't like the relationship side of you, but just being your friend, just being someone who I can just call up and we can just talk or we can meet up for dinner or I can come by and we can, I, that right there, like that, I missed that. It it didn't translate over into being more, but Hmm. this little lane, I'm like, we're good. I like this. You know, there are only especially the ones I just slept with. Mm -mm. Friends, there's a left you. And then, like, you know, we even like tease about, you know, times we slept together. He may say something like, uh, you know, I never have sex with you again in life. You know, we'll laugh about it and that just be it. You know, I would tell him about like, you know. Girl, you better than me. Now here's the question. I got girl, I'm gonna press this then. Uh-huh. Do you still stay friends with somebody once you get married? That's of the opposite sex that you done been with. See, that's the that's the problem right there for that's me. The what problem. about that? Now listen, I ain't been there yet, so I don't know. But I will say this chances are if I've slept with you, um, and I'm married, we probably won't be friends after that because I don't you What know, would your husband say about that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I got, I have to pray and ask. Would you be okay with your husband being friends with a woman he was with before you? Absolutely not. Absolutely ah, not. I would know. not. I would not be okay with that. You know, in the same way that I will probably like cut off. Oh, because I, I need. 
need God to send, send my, the man I pray for sooner than later. I would, I would have to cut that off, you know, because I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to mix that. Cause that, it, be, it becomes awkward. Like, you know, Hey babe, this is Joan. We were friends and you know, we slept together. And Joe in the back of his man is like, you I know, have and, and, probably, oh. and my husband's probably looking like, well, wait a minute. Oh, so you man. want me to, you want me to break bread? with a brother who's been inside of my wife like yeah. no yeah. like it's not gonna work i gonna have now, now if not, i just like if i just have like a male friend with just like platonic friends then yeah like nothing ever transpired we're, we're friends and and with that, i'm limited with that too i'm limited yeah, i'm limited with that too i would love to see that translate more into okay this is my homeboy but at the same time i've introduced my homeboy to now my husband and they're hanging out more you know like yeah. off like wanting him like hey babe I brought you a new friend <laughs> you know what I just kind of think of if because you know what I, I think is interesting is when you have married people say that they have a best friend of the opposite of, of the opposite sex that, yeah. how, does, how does that work that you're still calling someone an opposite sex your best friend but you're married to someone else hey problem that's why I'm like at some point you know like Hey babe, this is Joe, my best guy friend. Uh, we've been friends for like you know would, fifteen years. But why don't y'all hang out? Like, like I would, I'd be like, why don't y'all hang out? You know, I I would push, you know, him off on like, hey babe, I brought you a new friend. Like, go go to the game, have fun together. You know, that way I get to I get to still main, I can still maintain my friendship with you know with him, but at the same time, you know. I'm now saying, you know. as, a, as, a, as a formerly married woman, and then I'm on the throw this out there for a male listener. Anybody that might be a male listener, hopefully you'll chime in and get your response. But um, like, how do you feel about that as far as a respect factor? Because there's a part inside of a man that is just like God. That's that jealous part, mm-hmm. and we think it's insane. But it's like him, like no other guys before me, kind of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it has been my experience that no man wants to ever think that there's another guy that either is, is like equal to him or has a title mm-hmm. next to him, something like that. And I just think at a respect factor, even if I had prior, if I'm if I'm engaged and I have a another male friend that came up with me back in the day or something like that, I don't even think I'm going to introduce my soon to be husband to this guy as best. Mm-hmm. This has a very strong. Well, no, no, no. I was, I'm like, this is like my guy friend, or this is like, well, you know, my like, best Yo, guy friend. Um, like, boy, we was back in grade school, but over yes. on the west side and stuff. We go way back, you know. We used to fight, and then we then we rock mics together. Uh-huh. That honestly enough, but I'm not. But when I say best, I think in terms of like when I think best friend, when I think about that's like a confidant. That's somebody I call. Um, when I need something and I never want a man to feel like another man is my confidant yeah, go, I'm not gonna do it or yeah. I think it's interesting because there are people who still uh who recently somebody said that um you know if they uh they still keep in contact with their ex because you know if I ever need anything I know such and such got my back mm-hmm. uh, Jesus got my back and I don't That's think I got then call my ex if I ever get into a mine. He's not gonna have me bound to my ex like right. a devil anyway. And so I'm like, <laughs> but you mean to tell me out of all the people in your phone, all the people that you connect to, your ex the only one you can go to when you in the bind? Mm. Right. Right. There's still a um a tie there. It's a, you yeah. Know. Oh, it's tie there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Girl. But um, that's all I want to share, you know, share with the folks uh, being um, in, the, in the life of a single, two single black women and stuff. What else you want to lay on the people before we round up our, um, our episode, uh, Raquel? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I like having a little, um, you know, conversation in the living room of okay. um black woman with you i'm like i'm glad we can just go and just keep going i, I yeah. am in my living room though <laughs> <laughs> i am in my living room bundled up on my couch with a blanket because it is still i still running my heat in almost may in chicago so yes i am bundled up on the couch under a blanket but um, listen she she planted seeds i'm telling you she's like girl it's 
snow on the roof. I got this. It was, snow. it was snow on my rooftop. I said, I'm going to make me some little soup. My friend said she was coming over. She had some work she needed to do. I said, well, okay. We both sitting here with laptops open, you know. She be creating foods up in here. It was good. She got some work done. I got not a lot of work done, but you know, it was it was still good. It was good. I'm loving it. That's bundled now. Yes, okay. I'm bundled with my laptop open. <laughs> and this is how this is how you know the sister and talk here on the Ask a Black Woman podcast. And so I definitely want to salute you and let the people know your handles and yes. if you have anything need to know about coming up in the future they um they can be on the lookout for yes so you can follow me on i'm mostly active on instagram um so you can follow me on instagram at the art of single um also on facebook at the art of single and then twitter at art of single i'm trying to do more with my facebook and twitter but you know still follow me there um and then um, my website is theartofsingle.com. So you can go there to read all of my confessions of a single sister. Um, I typically update the blog with new posts every week. So check back like around Wednesdays are pretty much like my posting day. So check back on Wednesdays for all the new blog posts. Um, if you have a confession that you want to share, I'm always open to people sharing their story because I always say you never know who's healing, maybe linked to what it is you have to say. Or you may, you know, what I found in sharing my single girl confessions is that it's helped me to like overcome so much so you know it may be linked to your own healing so if you have a single girl confession that you want to share and you want to be featured you can send me an email um at raquel at the single.com and that is r-a-c-q-u-e-l at t-h-e-a-r-t-o-f-s-i-n-g-l-e.com and that's it I am so grateful you guys get those handles. I'm going to make sure I post them as well. And um, after you get through listening to this podcast, head right on over to her new blog post because we drop on Wednesdays, both of us. So get to the notes of it all. (laughs) I want to give you um, what we call thankful tweet, hashtag thankful tweet, uh, for giving me your time on a a Saturday. And um, thank you. I got to send some of these sun rays your way because it feels like you know what i just want i want sun to come out i went out last night i wore sandals i say i'm sick of it i'm tired you was I, girl i went and got a pedicure i said i'm gonna put on these pizza booties because i want my feet to be free i'm tired of wearing sneakers and boots and uh, I'm, belling, y'all. I'm tired of it like the girl just want to throw on some sandals okay i don't want much just some sandals that's all i want nobody asking for much i just want to Done just for life, y'all. I keep my toes done, but I just I just want to put on some sandals. Like, so please send send like about 60 degrees my way so I can wear some sandals with a cute sweater and some jeans. That's all I want. That's all she wants. <laughs> the sun out right about now. I'm, I'm gonna try to remember that when I complain when the temperature drop down mm. to 50 at night tonight. I try yeah. not to don't, don't complain. Put on your sandals and a sweater. <laughs> I know that is such an LA thing. That is what we do. Put on your sandals and a sweater. Yep. Well, hugs, honey. Thanks again, you guys. Thanks for um, listening in and be blessed. Tune in next Wednesday as well. Thank you. Peace. peace. <laughs>